Hey guys, welcome back. I'm your host, Marina. And I'm your host, Gabriella. And you're listening to... <sighs> Lemons to Lemonade. Welcome back. Episode 2. Woo! Woo! Um, how's everyone doing? How's, how are you doing? How's your day? I'm doing good. I just ate, so my belly is full. We just had some delicious lunch. Courtesy of Chef... Gabriella Bandy. Chef Bandy, please. Get a correct. Sorry, sorry. I made some pasta alfredo with shrimp and veggies. See? I'm get still being best. healthy. I'm still trying my best. Get get your veggies. Get your veggies. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It was gloomy today, so kind of like brought my mood down in the morning. I wanted, you know, to... You wanted a sunny day. You were expecting that yeah, summer. Yeah, even breeze. like, especially like if we're not going any, like, even though I'm not going anywhere, at least the sun makes you feel more productive. Like you want to get things done. But like when it's gloomy, all you want to do is just lay down and do nothing. Yeah. And cuddle and like watch Netflix yes. and eat snacks. Yes. Speaking of Netflix, have you been watching any new shows? Um, I just finished Ozark. I started that. It didn't, it didn't no. gravitate me, no. I think you have to give it a chance in the beginning because, so in the beginning, it's like they have a normal life, but then stuff goes down and from then everything changes. Okay. So I, I really liked it because it keeps you on your toes. Like you're always wondering like what's going to happen next and things are always going wrong. So I'm curious, uh, what's in your cup today? <gasps> Dun, 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 dun. What's in your cup? We should have a song. Oh, is that our song? We should have dun, a song. Dun, dun, dun. What's in, in your cup? Um, we're gonna work on that. The okay. melody needs a, a little bit of work. We need we need a producer. Sign <laughs> us up. Um, I'm drinking Gabriella's famous coffee. Actually, I cannot take credit for this coffee because my mom was the one that taught me. So we're oh, having so my good. mom's coffee. It is so good. Also, it's like four o'clock. We need energy, so this is a good. Yeah, like a energy boost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's that's what's in our cup. So uh, highs and lows. Let's talk about yeah. Let's talk about our highs and lows. Have you had anything really good happen to you this week? I think this past week I finally nailed down a quarantine routine, and I think that was one of like my highs. I was able to get every day, you know, do something productive rather than just make it all seem like a one day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I scheduled, I, I had a whole schedule down. I felt productive, had me time. So I think that's, that's my high. Okay. What about you? Um, a good high. I feel like I haven't done a good job at keeping a schedule, but I've just been, uh, at least like creating lists. Okay. So because it's very hard for me to like stick to a schedule and stick to the actual timing and all of that. I wish yeah. I was better at it. Uh, but I work, I work better at just like making to do lists for each individual like thing in my life that I have to work on. And then, um, I wake up and like, I know, okay, I have, I may not know what I'm doing that day, but, but it's like, okay, I have a to do list. And then yeah. based on how I feel that day, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this. And then if there's stuff that needs more of my priority and like I need to get it done, then I'll make sure that I add it to my calendar for that specific day. Like, yeah. okay, this is my deadline. So I think a good high for me this week is that I've been very creative and I think that um, I'm always falling into like a creative rut. I'll film and I'll have all these ideas and then I'll get into a funk and then I just like won't want to film anything. And I think 
this week I've been creating different content, yeah. which I think is exciting because I've even done my makeup different, my hair different. I've like tried new products and um, even just like last time I spoke about how I've been coloring. So I think I've just been like super into trying new stuff. Yeah. What about a low? Do you have anything that you feel like could have done better? Oh, there's one that is just sticking with me. This whole mic situation. We had an, we filmed our first episode once and it was, I don't want to say a fail. We just had a lot of technical difficulties. And then the whole time I'm just trying to figure out how to edit. We need new mics, figure out the soul. So I think that was like my low, like trying to, you know. Yeah, like filming. Things whole, not working out. We yeah. filmed the whole episode and then we realized that her mic was picking up my sound and yeah. vice versa. So then it was like echoey. And we basically tossed that episode to the side and we're like, we're just going to redo we, it. And I think the second time we recorded it was so much better. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think that um, I think it's because I'm so used to filming that from different no i i just think that the fact that like okay we filmed one episode and we had to toss it like i don't see that oh, as I a see. big deal okay. because i feel like wow we only had to do one take and now we've got it you know yeah yeah and normally i i'm so used to having technical difficulties my battery dying while i'm filming or uh, my memory card or like the mic literally stops, the yeah. mic is off or I never press record like stuff like that happens oh all the time so or sometimes I film and while I'm editing I'm like I hate this I don't want to edit it and it's just part of like the process yeah. I guess. see I'm new to all this so like for me for welcome it not to, to content creation for it not to work the first time I was like oh my god it's my fault should have checked this should so it was it's gonna take a while for me to get used to it but I think that that was my low that was yeah the I mean we'll, we'll we'll see once we hit this and make sure there are no mistakes yeah what about you what, what was your low for the week um I think my low for the week was I think I, I've gotten it a little better at it right now it's the end of the week but in the beginning of the week i was just like eating so much and just snacking and i mean it's a little bit my fault because usually when i grocery shop i only buy what i want to eat like i only buy yeah. myself what i want to allow myself to eat yeah uh but because i we're like okay we're we're in quarantine like i'm just gonna like buy a bunch of snacks so i, I bought stuff that i normally wouldn't buy just because it's, I don't need it. Like tons of cookies. I always buy cookies to bake. That is, I always buy yeah. at least like one pack because I like cookies here and there. But I was buying like cookies that come already made, cookies that you could bake, cookies that you like <laughs> Oreo aisle. <laughs> yeah, like chips and salsa, chips and queso, chips and spinach dip. Like just so much stuff to snack. And obviously, if I'm home and I'm some days I'm taking off and I'm just watching TV yeah. or just laying low and your your brain just constantly thinks about food. And so I've been overly snacking and I feel like the reason, the main reason it was a low, I don't think I've let myself go fully. It's not like I've, you know, I've at least been cooking healthy, but it's the fact that one of the days uh, I took, I took the time to create a TikTok and I wanted to create a TikTok with content from the marathon. So yeah. well, basically, yeah, yeah. So basically, for uh, those that don't know, I ran a marathon about two years ago in 2018, and it was my very first marathon. I've never, I never had run in my life 
before and I basically trained for this marathon for like four months and um I ran this marathon. Yeah. And little did I know, I mean I wasn't on a diet, I wasn't trying to lose weight, anything like that. I was just doing the normal, you know, having to go on my running practice or my workout practice. Yeah, I would come and she'd be like, oh, I just went on a six-mile run for fun. And I was like, six miles for fun? Not for fun. For fun? It was not for fun. It was definitely to prepare ourselves for it, but... I hadn't noticed how thin I was in that in that You're time. You're toned, yeah. Because I don't know, you sometimes you don't pay attention. You don't notice yourself, right? So I was going through all this content, like pictures and photos of when I was, you know, during that time, yeah. and I was like, "Holy crap!" Like I was so thin. I was ripped. I was so thin. Like I had the smallest waist I probably ever had in my life. And I know that I don't look like that anymore. So I, it's not that I, I'm, that I've gained a ton of weight. Yeah. But it's the fact that I've compared myself to that point. And I know that it, that's kind of unrealistic because right now I'm stuck at home and I'm not as There's active no as I was. Or, yeah. Right. And then, and back then I was literally training for a marathon, but. I think that was kind of like a low for me because I did realize that all of that like body insecurity was kind of coming back. Yeah. Like, okay, I want to do better. I want to eat healthier because I don't want to let myself go and I want to get myself back to that. But at the same time, I try, I'm trying to be kind to myself in the yeah. process. That makes Which sense. this is a great segue to our, you know, first topic of the day. Um, Eating and not being motivated or, you know, not just not being healthy during quarantine. How do we how do we go about that? How do we change that? I mean, we are all kind of stuck at home. You know, if you're not out working, you're you're staying at home and it's almost inevitable not to overeat while you're at home because, like I said, we're bored. There's nothing to do. And when there's nothing to do, your brain thinks about food. Normally, if you're working and you're busy, your mind is occupied with other things. True, true. So it's going to be super easy for everyone to like eat more than they normally do. So I think it's kind of like a balance, you know, it's it's going to be normal and knowing that it's okay that probably every single person out there is doing the same thing. Um, I've talked to a couple of my friends and they've all said that they they're like, oh, I can't believe you're. Like you're you're working out and I'm over here eating this and I'm like, yeah. girl, just because you see me working out on Instagram, I, I posted a workout video doesn't mean that I didn't stuff myself with chips and 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 guac. The other day when I was here, you brought the, the those pita chips. Yeah. She put me on the cinnamon pita chips. And ooh, all I could think about is ooh, if I got a scoop of ice cream. Yeah. Like this, uh, we were like, oh, you were like, oh, my God, if we had some ice vanilla, cream right yeah, now while yeah. we were eating other chips. It's just the reality right now. There's there's not much to do. So we are going to overeat. I think what we can do is when we are going to grocery shop to make sure that we're opting for healthier options. You know, yeah. if you have this stuff at your house, it's easier to eat it. If you have healthier options, you're going to snack healthy options. That's yeah. why I always like to have fruits around the house. I always like to have like uh, maybe like some options for chips that are baked, healthier, that yeah. are you know that are going to be a little bit less in calories. And it's not even about like trying to lose weight. It's just trying to be as healthy as possible because 
I mean, your health is all that we have right now and all that we need in order not to get sick. So you just got to take it day by day. I think it was the first week I had a few emotional days that I for sure was binge eating. Like for sure. I remember just like kind of like being aware of it at night and being like, okay, you overdid it today. And I knew that I was doing it because I, I was sad. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's like some sense of like comfort in like. And food. Ah, where's the bread? Where's the chocolates? Yeah. And it's crazy because that is like probably one of the main reasons why a lot of people eat more than they should is because they're. Whatever like we're going through. their problems. Away. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, it happens to people like me. Um, and I think that I just kind of was aware of it. Some people are unaware of it. So I think the first step is just kind of realizing that, okay, why am I really eating this much? And then taking it from there. And I think because I've kept myself more productive, like, okay, I have a few to-do lists, whether it's uh, organizing the kitchen or my closet, or clean the bathrooms or yeah, creating content. Um, it's keeping you busy. Yeah, it's keeping me busy and I'm not just constantly thinking about food. Which Oh, I'm bored. Let me open up the fridge and see what's inside. Then open yeah. it again three minutes later. It also doesn't help that I'm in a group chat with my family and they constantly keep sending photos and videos of the food that they're eating. And like a lot of the food that my family eats, I don't eat all the time. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm Latina, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, we yeah. cook like good food. It's not healthy. I mean, I wouldn't say it's like trash or like super unhealthy but it's on the you know on the yeah it's, it's on good side it's good food but a lot of fried foods a lot of seasoning a lot of you know a lot of stuff so um once in a while i'm like man i really would like that beef soup or i really would like that fried chicken with fried bananas and it doesn't help to have that reminder yeah. every now and then. But do you think it's like, especially during this time, do you think that caving into your cravings is bad? No, because uh, I mean, I personally don't have a strict diet yeah. like most people that are in health and fitness. I have some friends that are diehard like health and fitness. Like yeah. They work out all the time. And they're, I mean, they don't even eat sugar. Like they have a substitute for sugar. I don't even do that. I don't believe in, I'm just like, you know what? Everything is bad. Everything is literally bad. Too much of everything is bad. Bad, Yeah. So as long as there's just like a balance, it's, it's way better if you were craving a cookie and you freaking went and had those cookies. Yeah. Then if you didn't and then you, you, you end up you're, like feeling super guilty. And you binge later. Or you end up eating one cookie. Let's say you're craving cookies, right? Yeah. You might you might say, okay, um, if if it's not something that it's like a diet thing on in your on in your head, you're probably gonna eat that cookie. Yeah. And then it's over. Yeah. Craving's gone, you've moved on to something else. If you have this like super strict diet in your head, you're like, no, I can't eat this. I can't eat that. No, 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 no. Like this is, this is strictly like out of line. I can't. Then what a lot of people have in their mentality is that they'll eat one cookie and then they're like, well, I messed up. I might as well eat the whole batch. Yeah. And then you in, end up eating way more than you normally yeah. would have anyways. I think just in moderation is fine. I don't think I've told you this before, but before I met you, you know, I've seen you as like, you know, this 
healthy person, great body, works out every day, probably has a super strict diet. And so when I met Gabby, and she was like eating normal, like normal people. And I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, you you eat, eat normal. She's like, yeah, that's the thing. People have a misconception that you have to be on a super strict, no sugar, no anything, just air and water to look this good. But yeah. the trick is eat in moderation. And I was like, oh my god. I mean, and that's I I could say I used to think that way too. Yeah, which is why I was so like depressed and like obsessed over my weight it was because i had this belief that i had to eat super healthy or else it was wrong it's either i was doing a good job or i was doing a terrible job yeah so there was no it, it made no sense because there was no room for mistakes because if i made a mistake that's it i messed up and that day is over i like i just threw that day away yeah. and i think that that's that's how most people think and that's so wrong because Eating one thing, one one cookie is better than eating ten. True. Having True. a uh, some chips is better than having the entire bag. Yeah. So and that doesn't ruin the entire day because the entire day has an amount of calories you can eat. You might have not even like gone over your calories, yeah, but yeah. because you have this notion that like certain foods is good and certain foods are bad, then that's what makes people think like, okay, I messed up today and Today's you went to this guilt yeah. trip. You end up eating more, end up eating your feelings, and you think you have to start over yeah. or that you'll never do it because you just can't be perfect and can't eat perfect. So do you think every person has a relationship with food, that saying? You think it's true? I know. I, I do think so. And it's because, and I think that because um, I, I think about the way that I looked at food before. Yeah. And it was like, it was not good. It wasn't that I looked at food like as a demon or like something bad, but it was just that I just thought about it so much that it was the only thing in my life that mattered. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're obsessing. Yeah. Like you're, yeah. Over it, yeah. Like I was writing out what I was going to have for breakfast the next day. Do you think I do that at all now? No. No. I, I think about what I'm going to eat in the spot. What do I feel like eating? That's yeah. what the question I ask myself. Not what should I eat? I just think, what do I feel like eating? And then I try my best to make like a version that I feel like is healthy enough. I used to not eat like half of the things I eat now because of the notion of like there's good and bad foods. Yeah. All foods have calories. True. There's no good and bad calories. There might be, there might be foods that have more nutrients um, that could be more nutritious to yeah. you, but the calories the same. are the same. Yeah. So when it comes to weight loss and weight gain, it really doesn't matter like what you ate. If you ate the same amount of calories as me today, even if mine was like super healthy, we're going to be the same weight. Just depends even on. Even though I might yeah. be a little healthier than me. In that case, it would affect your actual body health, like your exactly. organs working. So you do need like the healthy food. So that's, that's where... I think that relationship comes in where you just want to see food in the, in the sense of like, okay, this is what I'm feeding myself. And so you want to try your best to yeah. feed your body things that are going to make you feel good. Yeah. That may feel sometimes like uh, ice cream or, you know, if that's what you are craving in the moment, like it's fine. But if you feel like that is like against you 
like detrimental. You made a huge mistake. Um, then I feel like that's when that strictness, it's unattainable and super hard to actually follow. Because who, who do you know that can wake up and just eat absolutely nothing bad and just vegetables and fruits and I don't know. It's hard know to find people like yeah. that. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. How does my cleanse process start? How does my mindset should change after this quarantine? Or maybe for somebody during this quarantine, how do you start after the cleanse process? So a lot of people think that when you say cleanse, a lot of people compare that to like a juice detox. Thing? Yeah. That's how uh, I think about it. Right. So that is like your body does not need to juice. Like, yes, you might find a diet that I don't know, maybe a scientist came up with it that said this is reboot your entire system. The only thing your body needs to naturally detox is work out, drink water, eat vegetables, eat lean proteins. That's all you need. The same okay. thing you would normally do every day. That's what your body needs to like reboot and naturally detox. You actually don't need to like drink any specific tea. Actually, I think I uh, I speak very negatively and like very against um, skinny tea detox. Yeah, tea. any detox teas that I, I I'm always calling it out on social media if anyone's like is posting it, and it's something that I've actually talked to people because I once was an influencer that was touching. The fitness industry and I thought, okay, yeah, I could do a detox tea and I did take those detox teas and I thought that that's what I needed to get where I needed to go. Um, and obviously with time and just learning, I know now that that, that de the detox teas are so bad for your body and they are misleading. Yeah. So are any, any pills, any fat burners? The question just popped in my head. Now that we're on the topic of body image and, you know, all that, do you think the scale is bad for you? Like, you know, weighing yourself every day to see your progress and just be like, oh, my God, I'm 150 pounds. I need to be 125. <laughs> like, do you think that's do you think it's bad? I, I mean, I think the scale is not a bad thing. Okay. The scale is a tool for you to see how much you weight. Yeah. You know, it's just a way to measure your progress, if that's what you want to call it, or not, because sometimes your progress isn't translated in the scale. So uh, in that sense, it's not a bad thing to do it if you're doing it just to kind of see where you're at. Uh, I think it, it, it's when people take that number personally and um, emotionally like that, I don't know, affects you, makes yeah. you feel bad. If you weigh yourself and you feel badly afterwards or like crap, then yeah, it's probably bad for you and you probably shouldn't do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I can say for myself, I used to weigh myself almost every single day and I was looking to go down in the number because I wanted to lose weight and I always felt bad because it wouldn't go down or sometimes I felt good because it did go down, but then I would do it the next day and the number would go up yeah and so i never understood and of course like people that know more about the body and how it works you you learn eventually that your weight is not just your fat like there yeah. are many things in your body there's you got your muscles you got your organs your muscles the poop water you intake, like yeah. water like there's so many different things so 
the scale is not going to tell you, hey, this much is that, unless you have a fancy scale. But most people have a regular yeah, scale yeah. that d just tells you a number. That number doesn't tell you if you've had any progress or not, especially if you've been working out, weightlifting, doing any sorts of stuff like that, because it's normal to gain muscle while you're working out. So it's normal for the number not to change or maybe it goes down, maybe it even goes up. It doesn't mean that you won't be leaner. Yeah. People always ask me, what are your measurements? How much do you weigh? How tall are you? They think that if I re reveal that information, that that's going to like change something for them. But it doesn't. I actually weigh more than I used to before. Yeah. Can I say something? Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you know. I think I've told you this before. Maybe you don't remember. So before I met you, you made a YouTube video. It was like Q&A about anything. And... If you go back to that video, I asked you this question. How tall are you? How much do you weigh? Oh what are God, you measuring? Hilarious. If you look back, I, I literally... Because I was that person who was like... I went to college, had burgers every single day. And I'm not exaggerating. Burgers for breakfast, burgers for lunch, and burgers for dinner. And pizza on demand. I had so much bad food. I gained 25 pounds in a matter of 10 weeks. I went home. My mom was like, who are you? You need to go on a diet. My cousins mm -hmm. called me fat. Everyone called me fat. I was depressed. I was sad. I was crying. And I would go on social media and I'm like, I want to look like her. How much does she weigh? How tall is she? Like, can I get those measurements? You know, and, and yeah. it, it, if you do get obsessed over, you know, the measurements or whatever, people don't know, like the number, the scale, or you just, those numbers can be dangerous in that sense. Like you just get so obsessed over it. Like I need to get these numbers for me to be perfect or look a certain way. So yeah. That's, I don't know if you knew that. But I didn't know that, actually. If you go back to the video. It is a very common question that I get on my DMs, like, all the time. Somebody asks me how tall I am, what my measurements are, how much do I weigh. And it's like, that could never compare. People hold their weight differently. Yeah. And especially with your height. Like, there's just so many different things like I might be more muscular than most people because I'm always working out there's way too many elements to compare them yeah yeah um but it's I feel like what you said earlier where you're in college you were not making the best choices for the food that you were eating and it's like that's the food that was presented in the school cafeteria because I was living in yeah, a dorm when so. I was in high school all I ate was like pizza and chicken fingers and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But that is the case for a lot of people that uh, use the WBG app. A lot of them are young, um, they're in school, or they live with their parents, or they don't have the money to buy foods that they feel like. I don't know. They might be thinking, I need to go to Whole Foods and spend that much money. Yeah. I do think it's more expensive to eat healthier. It definitely is. Unfortunately, in America, it's cheaper to eat McDonald's. But I think that if if you put your money in the right places, you can you can work things out. And also, like living with your family can be a little because you eat what they're making. Yeah. Yes, you eat what they're making, especially depending on like your culture, because. For me, I'm a, uh, you know, like Latina. So in our culture, it's not that I feel like my parents ever said something to me to make me feel bad or to, yeah. you know, but to them, it's the normal thing to do to tell somebody you've gained weight. It's, yeah, it's tell somebody same, you need exactly. to not eat that. You need to lose some weight. Oh, I've seen you eating more. And that's such a thing that like, 
in my culture, they just spit it out like it's no shame, a compliment or something. Yeah, like aunts, like grandpas, like people you haven't even seen. Maybe they see you in a reunion. Oh, you gained a little weight, didn't you? And it's like, I've been freaking juicing and working out 10 times a day and you're telling me i gained weight ma'am look at your daughter (laughs) like exactly but that is such a normal thing that i feel like many of us grow up in that i don't know it's it's not to actually have like um i've learned so much of that because of just like observing the things that my family say or the things that other people say so nowadays i'm so against it so i think this ties in perfectly to my next question what do you do for mental for your mental health um i think most importantly, uh, trying to work out. Okay. Trying to stay active. And I know it's really hard when you're at home. Even for, for me, it's very, very hard. Sometimes I'm like, oh, do I really want to work out in the living room? Do I really want to do squats? Yeah. You know? So, um, some of the days that I didn't feel like doing a workout, I played some music and I started dancing. And I was like, well, that's cardio. So that's what, like, that's two wins. I'm having fun. And yeah. I'm also, burning calories and then um on the days that i want to do something more serious i use my app or i i come up with something on the spot i've been using um resistance bands i have some dumbbells so having equipment at home and just getting a good workout uh always makes me feel better it just always does i've i've noticed days where i wake up and i'm like moody i'm anxious i'm sad and I'm like, okay, I'm going to work out. Maybe I don't feel like doing it, but I'm like, let's just, once you start doing it, you just do. And you kind of get out of your mind. Yeah. And sometimes even while you're working out, you just like totally forget whatever was on your mind before. Or maybe there was nothing on your mind, but you were anxious. And I see a big change okay. in, in my mood Yeah. after I work out. And I think that's that's the one thing that's always kept me um Working out throughout the years and people always ask me like, how do you stay motivated? And it's like, it's not that I'm motivated. It's that I want to be motivated. So I do it so that I will feel good and I'll keep wanting to do it. Another thing is, uh, actually, I haven't, uh, I haven't done any meditation lately, but it's something that I know I should do every day because of just like the type of person that I am very, I easily get anxious and worried and stressed out. So meditating is, is just a really good way to, uh, bring your mind to the present and kind of like de-stress. So saying that I will put that in my calendar and try to do it more often because I will notice that when I don't, when I go through a, a few days without meditating, I'll notice that it's easy for me to fall into anxiousness or fall into a sadness or fall into a funk and when i'm meditating my mind is uh, more focused yeah Um, so i would say those are like the two main things and like the last thing i'll say is uh praying i think that uh there's times where i feel this sense of not being in control and that can be really scary or just being like what is life like what am i doing my why do i exist yeah. like what are what's gonna happen in a year or two where yeah. am i gonna be am i in the you know in the right place in the right career uh, so i think that um i like to just like go in the shower i sit down i put hot hot water and i just like pray and usually there's a lot of tears and i think that it's always good to just kind of like let it out and yeah. 
I feel like I let it out and I like give it to God. Yeah, it, it calms you down. It gives you peace. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, I don't know if my answer is as elaborative as yours, but the first thing I can think about is whenever if I'm feeling, you know, some kind of way, my emotions are very clear. Like, I'm not a person who can hide their emotion. Like, if I'm mad at you, you will know. If I'm sad, you will know. If I'm happy, you will know. I'm not a person who hides. I can't hide my emotion. Mm-hmm. And it's, I cry a lot for anything. I'm a very crying person. I haven't seen you cry not once. Well, we ha- there's nothing sad. Have you ever seen me cry? No, I don't think so. There, you have to have. Would you? No. I don't think I've ever seen you cry. Wait, no, I didn't see you cry. With the whole, when we did the uh, expo. Yeah. You cried the day before I came, the setup oh, day. Yeah, so I didn't yeah. get to see you. No, yeah, but you yeah. told me about the story. Yeah. No, I don't think. But I'm a, like, if we're watching a movie, I'll cry. Like anything, I'll cry about it. So I, the Same. last thing, the last thing I remember is the other day. I got out of the shower and I just started crying. And I, I was thinking, I was like, what is my life? What am I doing? Oh, my What's my purpose? What's my passion? You know, yeah. it just got me thinking. It's something that I do that usually calms me down is either just talking myself out of it or lighting up Palo Santo. Really? Yes, I love Palo Santo. Like, do you have any? You should yes, bring I'll bring else. you one. The smell of it is so relaxing and just so, and I don't, I'm not sure if it's, you know, right or wrong but i think the like lighting it is good for positive energy healing mm-hmm. so it like lightens up your mood and the smell is just so good i'm a big incense and palo santo person so that's that's what i usually do and it's funny you say that because the last time i got my hair done um the my hairstylist has two salons and i went to his newer one and he was like, oh, today you're going to get a haircut. It's so funny because I just go and sit there and people always ask me, like, what do you ask when you go to the hair salon? Yeah. I'm like, I literally do not ask for anything. I just sit down and let him do his thing. So um, he was like, oh, you're getting a haircut today. So um, the guy that cuts my hair, it's a, it's a different person. And he comes and he's like with he's I don't know. He lit something up and he was walking around the whole hair salon and I was like what is that and it actually smelled good um and then afterwards I was so intrigued and I was like what was that thing you were doing and and he told me it was Palo Santo and I'm like oh so why do you do it like what's the purpose of it and he's like I just do it everywhere I work at he's like I feel like it sets the mood yeah um and anything negative I just it just makes me feel good it smells so good and it's so healing and relaxing on the topic of mental health you know and you know bringing up what's going on this week coming from my culture like culturally like i said you do not talk about mental health you don't talk about i'm depressed like i remember the first time when i was in college i had a little patch where i was very depressed and sad because i was far away from home and you know i'm still trying to figure out myself and mm-hmm. I, i've never had an anxiety attack i've never cried so much in my life and and all of a sudden you know in a matter of a couple bad things happen and here i am like I'm having an anxiety attack in the middle of the night crying everywhere you know having those bad thoughts all that and I told my mom, I think I'm depressed. And she's like, oh, you're fine. Just, you know, drink some green tea. You'll be okay. Like, oh I don't know. God. Like, for, you know, drink for, it up. Drink it up. For my Egyptian culture, you don't talk about mental health. You don't say you're, you know, you're feeling a certain way or bipolar. You're this or that. It's very like shunned. It's like you, if you're like that, you're crazy. Like you yeah. should, you belong, which is not remember, the case. Like, do you, re- do you have a, a time in, in your life that you think like you were aware that you were an anxious person? Yeah. Or? I think my, the first time I've had an anxiety attack, um, I'll say the story. 
So I went to school. I didn't like the school I was in, and I wanted to transfer. And I was the school I was in. The classes were kind of different than if I were to move down here to SoCal. So I was on the phone with a counselor in a school here, and I was trying to explain to him the situation. And I did not want to stay in that school. I'm talking about it, it makes me like feel like crying. But hmm. um, and he was like, he's like, I don't know, Marina. Like, it's just looking like it's not gonna, you know, work. Like your classes are not, you know. I, you might have to repeat a year and the thought of that just out of nowhere I was just I started breathing so hard I just started crying and just the thought of me being stuck there for more time I felt helpless like what I was wanted, what was the it was a school yeah I went to UC Santa Cruz no no shade for anyone who oh, yeah you did tell me this yeah story. no shade for anyone who went there or you know likes the school or the area it just wasn't for me I really wanted to get on the floor and just like I've never what f- was it? did you feel lonely I felt lonely I felt helpless I felt uh, trapped I mm. felt like everything's going wrong and I felt like anxious like I just was like this cannot happen I cannot be here I think that the first time I ever got depressed I was about 14 and I didn't know that was depression or I didn't really talk to anyone about it I think I, I do remember having like a really important talk with my brother-in-law which I feel like that talk kind of um shaped the way I looked at things from then on. Do you mind sharing what he said? Yeah, a little so, bit? Like, yeah, so basically I was um, an illegal immigrant and I couldn't go like to college or anything like that, get a job or a car, nothing like that. So I was graduating and in my head I thought by the time I graduate my papers will be fixed you know I'll be able to go to college Um, and then as it got closer for me to graduate I found out that I couldn't go to college and that if I wanted to go to college I had to pay out-of-state fees and I had to pay everything out of pocket and um, when you're that type of student you have to pay up front in order to go yeah you can't get any loans you can't get any financial aid yeah so I just felt like I was working so hard because I wanted to make my family proud. You know, we came all the way here. And then when it was time to graduate, like everything I did in high school, when if anyone knew me in high school, they knew that like I was in in like two different sports. I was in the dance team. I was um, all honors classes, like straight A's. Well, I was very, very focused in that sense because I was like, when I graduate, you know, I'm going to I'm going to make my parents proud. And so. Uh, when it was getting closer to that and I couldn't, I just felt like, what's the point? What yeah. is the point of me trying to do anything if I'm literally not allowed to do anything? Anyway, so I was bullied through middle school and high school. So I, I felt like it was just everything I was trying to do. I wasn't allowed to do it. Like there was always a blockage in my life where... um I don't know. I was just very, very sad. And I was young. I was, I was honestly like 15 years old, uh, turning 16 because I graduated as soon as I turned 16. And I Damn, had you a, graduated early. See, yeah. I'm telling you, she is smart. But I skipped two grades. I skipped seven and eighth grade. Oh my God. So that's okay. why I graduated very, very young. And then, um, I, I remember having this talk with my brother-in-law. He had, he had told me, Shout out to Al. But he had this whole conversation and just kind of like motivated me so much. And like he told me how when when he was young and like everything he did. Yeah. 
you know, he created all the, uh, all these businesses from scratch and like he made things happen. So, um, he kind of just, uh, helped me feel uh, heard. And I think that was the first time I ever communicated how I felt. Yeah with someone and i think uh before that i had maybe talked to my mom about like my body uh struggles and like the way i looked at myself but it wasn't something we normally talked about and i think after that i i just kind of like normalized it on my own like i don't i didn't really care if people thought it was normal or not i was just like i've always been like super open when i'm emotional i love how we both teared up because we were saying like i've never seen you cry <laughs> we went there this conversation got us there but but it's it's true feelings are valid and i always say this every time something bad happens the, the way i get myself like to see the bright side it always gets better if you read a good book the stories story is just bland like nothing happens that's you know bad or good or exciting the storyline just flat it's, you, yeah. it's not a good book so you you're making your like this is your story like that's why it's so interesting like i always say like all these bumps and things make for a good story that one day I'll write in a book and it will sell because the story yes. is so interesting. So Girl, yeah, like everything. I for sure could write a couple books. <laughs> so if you're going through something bad, don't feel alone. Don't feel like it's the end of the world. Like think about it is this is happening to make you stronger as cheesy as it sounds, but to also, you know, like add to your life story. Yeah, and and I think most importantly to like talk to someone because sometimes just saying it out loud can make you feel so much better. Just being yeah. able to like l like take it out of your chest because a lot of times we're suppressing that and yeah. just voicing it might already start Re releasing some of that yeah well i think we're gonna move into a lighter conversation <laughs> right we got into um, we have a, we have a cool game today and it's speed questions um all right so we're gonna do what's the biggest physical challenge that you've done the biggest physical challenge is the marathon okay. that i did uh is it because i, I used bro to you said it. you yeah. were crying yes i think yes <laughs> the biggest yeah that's true the the biggest physical challenge i've ever had has done uh has been running a full marathon okay and it's also the i think like one of the biggest mental challenges too really okay yeah okay all right next question okay actually this is a really good question is it harder to exercise more or eat healthier what do you think i think it's harder to eat healthier Really? Okay. Yeah, I think because I mean, exercising is hard, but it's not that hard. Okay. But saying no to food is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like just sticking to what you said, you know, even if it's a, in, a, in a balanced way, it's it's just harder. Food is life. That's true. Um. I, yeah, I I agree. I find comfort in food. So if there is a tub of ice cream in front of me and a late night. <laughs> you bet I'm on cave in. So it is got to be a late night. Yeah. So it is it is uh harder. All right, next question. I'm always craving ice cream. I love ice cream. What's your favorite kind of ice cream? Um pistachio. Really? I feel yes. like I love pistachio. Chocolate or pistachio? Okay, I like pistachio. Do you like mint ice cream? Uh I don't think so. Okay, good cuz I it feels like you're eating toothpaste. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I uh, I don't remember having it in a while so i can't really but i can imagine what it tastes like yeah no it's weird it. okay next question um if you found a hundred dollar bill on the floor 
What would you do with it? Um, I would grab it and look around and be like, does this belong to anyone? Nope. Okay. It's Bye. mine. <laughs> all right. I think we're done, right? Yeah, that was, that was all the questions. All right. Well, <sighs> that was another successful episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, we hope that some of the things we said could help you guys. If you're going through something, reach out to someone. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Lemons to Lemonade. Follow us on our Instagram. Same thing, Lemons to Lemonade. Our personal Instagram is at Gabriella Bandy. To Wendy Marina. And don't forget, when life gives you lemons, lemons you, you make, make lemonade. lemonade. Woo! See you later. Adios, amigos.